Esad Ribic, and you're listening uh, Across the Bifrost. Whosoever holds this hammer, if it be worthy, shall possess the power of thought. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Across the Bifrost, the Mighty Thor podcast, where on each and every episode, we explore the world of Marvel's Mighty Thor. Everybody, we are here at the kind of the hangover episode for our first episode of the Simonson Saga. It has come. It has uh, it has given us all the Beta Ray Bill we can handle, or so we thought. Mm, mm. There's actually more Beta Ray Bill to be enjoyed. So... I'm one of the members of the Warriors 3. We have another member of the Warriors 3 with us tonight. And uh, really, Will, Will Rose, this is your episode. This is a, Will Rose, this is your life. <laughs> we are ready to talk about one of your absolute favorite comics. Now, one of my favorite comics. But Will, mm-hmm. tell everybody what we're going to be, uh, what we're going to be checking out on the podcast today. D-W-J. That stands for... Daniel Warren Johnson, one of the top creators in comics today. He's all over the place. He's at Marvel. He's at DC. He does his own creative work at Image. He is uh, kind of a, 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 not a clone, but like a um, in the same family tree cut from the same cloth as Walt Simonson because he is both a storyteller, writer, and artist combined and does all that work in the work he does in his independent work he does um, over at, at Image, um, but but also with this story arc with uh, Beta Ray Bill Whew. called, what's the name of the story arc? Uh, Argent right? Star. Argent Star. And I first... Um, Remember, I I think this is when I first noticed. I knew he was around doing some stuff with in the image and some independent creator owned stuff. And I I kind of looked. I was like, this is pretty neat, but I never really bought it or dove into it. But then uh, the guys over at uh, iFanboy Pick of the Week were were picking the first couple of issues of this um, story arc in in their Pick of the Week, and I was like, man, I got I gotta go. Uh, check this out. So I went and found it, found the single issues and started reading. And man, were they not wrong? It was not only pick of the week, but the whole story is just an incredible story. Uh, we can gush all over the art. Yes. Um, and which but, we will, we will, and, we will and, gush and we, length about the art. We will. So the, um, yeah, there's some differences in here that we'll get to when we get into the comic about you know, Walt Simonson. They have a lot of similarities, but they have a, some differences too. We'll talk yeah. about that in, in the graphic. But what a fantastic story um, kind of tied in to what was going on with Thor, with um, Donnie Cates and the kind of lead in to that. So yeah. kind of aftermath of some of the things he did on that run. So, uh, yeah, everybody, we um, over the last few months on the show, we have covered some very metal comics. Uh, the two that jumped to mind to me the most um, that we've talked about recently was a while back in our Jason Aaron retrospective. We, we did the uh, the the story arc of the war Thor where Volstag gets the ultimate universe Thor's hammer and he goes crazy. He becomes the the god of the blood storm. Like it doesn't get more metal than a <laughs> blood storm. Um, mm. So that was a really metal comic. I think Faz and I gushed about that comic for 
at least an hour. And then more recently, we finished up the Jason Aaron retrospective with uh, our part of our interview with Isad Ribic was the King Thor miniseries where Gore comes back and Loki emerges uh, from like the ether of the of a dead universe as Loki, the necro butcher. Like you can't make this stuff up. Well, actually, you can. If you're Jason Aaron, yeah. you can make it up pretty easily. Um, and then Daniel Warren Johnson. Now he earns the 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 seal of approval from across the Bifrost of one of the most metal comics we have ever read. Mm-hmm. This okay. So I just want to like set the stage here. How yeah. this comic is integral to will and i being friends (laughs) will and i met many moons ago and Mm. one of the first comics we talked about was this beta ray bill miniseries and i was waiting for the perfect time for us to talk about it on the show and we just talked about beta ray bill's first appearance we talked about the first appearance of stormbreaker we talked about him you know getting the powers and odin giving him the enchantment that makes him this hero this champion And now we're going to deepen that story with Beta Ray Bill's own adventure of going after something he really wants. It's a simple, it's a simple desire that Daniel Warren Johnson makes into this epic. I mean, this is as epic as five issues of comics can get. So Will, do you have any other, um, any other things we need to talk about before we jump into Beta Ray Bill number one? Do you need to talk a little bit about what Donny Cates did before this in terms of yeah. Stormbreaker, in terms of uh, how Beta Ray Bill yes. is feeling, what's going on in his life leading into to this? Because Donny Cates, at least in my trade, has a whole page of like, this is his favorite Beta Ray Bill story that he's getting, yeah. we're getting ready to write. And it's his favorite story because of what he set up in, in a Thor run. So, okay, yes. Um, let's just, uh, I'll, I'll, from memory, I'll give you what I have. And then if you think of anything um, that I've left out, please just, you know, uh, yeah. you know, bring, bring in all of that, uh, all that wisdom you have, Will. So um, here's what I would say. We are, uh, we're around the time of King in Black when this comes out. So that is referenced in the first issue. We get a cool kind of King in Black not tie-in, but kind of a King in Black adjacent cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, and Donny Cates was at that time in the Thor, uh, in the Thor book, Stormbreaker had just been broken in a fight between Thor and Beta. So mm-hmm. they had had this fight where Beta Ray Bill was trying to stop Thor from going after the Black Winter. And Thor was like, nah, bro, I'm going after the Black Winter. You can't stop me. I'm, I'm going with Galactus. And that's kind of just what I'm doing. And Thor, in response, breaks Stormbreaker. Yep. So yep. that so right at this point, Beta Ray Bill is he's living in Asgard. He's been made kind of the the secretary of war. He's he's the one that like leads Asgard's armies against their enemies. And they're preparing for a, a an attack from Null's forces from the King in Black arc, which also, if you have not read the King in Black crossover, again, required reading. It is one of the most intense, epic, metal, all the things we've used to describe these other comics. Um, 
there is so much in that crossover that I enjoy. And a lot of it is actually Thor related. So if you right. want to check out a great comic, go check out the King and black crossover event, lots of great uh, tie in issues for that too. But that's where we're at as it relates to beta. So, Will, did I miss anything out there? No, no, that's right. Because it does tie into Thor and a King in Black just because um, part of uh, Gore's backstory and the Necrosword ties into like Null and uh, Venom and some of those things. So it's kind of like, you know, it is all adjacent and a part of this kind of shared universe in, in the Marvel Universe. And that was like Marvel's big kind of crossover event of that time and, and this big build up to uh king in black and then it kind of bleeds into this storyline the sideline with beta bill so he even though he has his high position he is without his hammer and as we've learned in thor comics if you lose your hammer you start to question your identity you start right. to question your worth you start to, your strength are you really worthy or not and and you're 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 so tied to this weapon your identity is so tied to this object that when you lose it you're like, what am I? Who am I? What am I about? What's my purpose in this world? These big existential questions. So that yes. is what he is. He is asking and and wrestling with. And and with this time in kind of Thor comics, Odin is kind of off grid, no yep. longer the All Father, because Thor is the All Father in in that yeah. run. So so Odin's off somewhere, and that ties into like what uh, Beta Ray Bill wants to do. We will five. get an Odin sighting um, during this uh, during this episode, actually. Yeah, so that's some of the background um, that's happened in the Thor universe leading into this. So lots of stuff, lots of stuff is happening. Uh, also, one uh, small thing uh, to add in here, just to some context, before we, uh, before Will jumps us into issue number one, is um, Beta Ray Bill and Lady Sif kind of have a budding romance going at the time. Mm -hmm. and uh going way back to the beginning going way, way back. back yep yep so there's a lot of tie-in you know like we're, we're, we're definitely going to talk about the similarities between simonson and daniel warren johnson um because also if you look at either of their social medias um they like it truly looks like they enjoy being with each other they enjoy hanging out um and they're very much they they, they appear to be kindred spirits so that's just kind of awesome to see uh, the guy who created the character. And then in a way, the guy who recreated the character for the modern, the modern era of what beta Ray bill could be. So yeah, yeah. we're going to, this is the beta Ray bill bash tonight, everybody. We're, we're going to get tons of beta Ray bill in, and that's going to start with Will Rose giving us a uh, kind of a, a, a synopsis uh, breakdown of beta Ray bill. Number one. Yeah, there you go. Okay, we start off with the cover. You have Fing Fan Foom, right? Uh, on the cover, <laughs> uh, possessed by Noel and um, <clears throat> the the Venom Force. Uh, and and then Beta Bill looking over his shoulder, holding not Stormbreaker, but an axe. You're like, okay, what's going on here? Uh, first page is a flashback. Then... It just says then at the top, and it goes back to his origin of very Krypton. We've talked about this very, very like Krypton, like his their world yeah. is getting destroyed. So what are you going to do next when you know your world's getting ready to explode? Your son's getting ready to explode. Something's coming. What are you going to do when the apocalypse? The world's going to end. Well, you 
create a bionic warrior who's going to defend your people. That's what obviously your world's going to create. You know, you're going to bioengineer a a hero. Um, And so it's kind of flashback of of like his call story, hero's journey of going in and becoming our world's getting ready to die. And then you flash forward now to present and he's standing in a room looking at a wall of his missing hammer. Uh, There's all kinds of weapons in this room, but no, his his hammer is gone. So right off the bat, you're like, oh, how's he feeling? Pretty dang depressed. Where am I? Who am I? Where am I going? Sif walks in is like, all right, gear up. Here it comes. Uh, no sulking. Well, we got we got to fight. So he's like, all right, it's time to go after this. And then just in the in the same tradition as um, Walt Simonson with these big like sound effect letters that yeah. spread across the page uh they talk about that a little bit later on in their kind of interview with each other um that how that was such a big trademark of a walt simonson and and definitely uh dwj has um um <laughs> my dog just walked in he just left out bye woody <laughs> see ya you're just checking him hi sure woody you can hear his paws walking. I was like, am I be getting ready to be attacked over my shoulder by by a creature? The, the hound of the North Carolina. The hound, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> From here. What's a wolf's name? The big giant wolf's name in Norse Mattel? That's uh Fenris. Um, Fenris, yes. yeah. Well, Fenris. Woody Woody can be our Fenris. That's, he is that's definitely, perfect. That's perfect. He's 100% Fenris. Goodness gracious. Uh, but okay, back to the comic. And um, yeah. Oh, right. Uh, we were talking Beta about Ray Bill, uh, you know gears up armors up soldiers of asgard let's go do this and the battle ensues uh and and he's met his match it's it's not um it is it is not a like a, a pushover battle that that he's doing it's like they're yeah. um so and in this last page again if walt simonson he he did his own art and narration storytelling and his as as we shared before um his word balloons are filled with words his right. pages have lots of word on them um daniel warren johnson is of the kind of the the postmodern era where he likes his lets his art do most of the telling and is kind of few few and boy words. does it yeah <laughs> yeah and so it lets it does its thing so foom is like here we go but then as we go along a big part of also Beta Ray Bill's identity and story is not just his hammer, but also his ship, Scuttlebutt. Uh, and so, uh, and, it, and that plays a big part in this story arc. Scuttlebutt, Scuttlebutt shows up at this battle over, like, because it's fun because you have this kind of Norse, Lord of the Rings, uh, primitive weaponry of like axes and arrows and swords. And then, you know, um, Beta Ray Bill's past is that he, he comes from like, an advanced civilization that has tech that can change him into like a super warrior through bionics um, and, and tech. And then he has this massive kind of uh, AI spaceship yeah. that talks to him. He has a relationship with is his own R2 unit, except he's like, um, it's R2D2 around. if he was the size of a freaking battleship. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Imagine if R2D2 was a battleship. And Luke, Luke would have done way less whining if R2D2 would have been a freaking huge warship. <laughs> that's right. That's right. 
Um, and in fact, it almost looks like um, he's going to lose this kind of epic battle. But then guess who comes in and saves the day? Thankfully, oh, gee, it's a it's here, a Thor adjacent comic. I wonder who I wonder who does lightning comes down and boom, there's a dramatic appearance of Thor. And he's like everybody's hero and everybody loves him. And if if Beta Ray Bill didn't feel bad uh, beforehand, here he goes. Uh, it just his self-esteem is knocked down just a couple more notches uh, while everyone's congratulating Thor and thanking him and they're partying and, and buying him drinks at the bar. And yeah. um, the women are swooning over Thor and uh, uh, Beta Ray Bill's already kind of feeling like he has some performance issues because of his hammer. Yeah. I made that joke. And so wow. he, yeah, so he's not, and, and to make matters worse, here comes Sif. They're like, Hey, let's, let's get it on. Let's, I can make you feel better. Sif's like, Hey, Let's uh let's get rocking and rolling behind these closed doors. Yeah, and as soon as you turn back to looking not like a horse, but like you did your <laughs> your your more handsome alien, if you could do that, he's like, oh, I can't do that. My hammer's gone. My hammer's like, oh, gone. He's I'm, stuck. I'm, he's stuck. And so she's like, oh, sorry. And he's like, fine. And then and then leaves. Um, and and we do get a, another kind of flashback of like him. Uh, being getting ready to be operated on and turned in to to what he is today this kind of horse-faced warrior that people are like okay um and then but then there's this beautiful two-page spread of as he's like i gotta get out of here and find a different purpose different calling and his ship is there for him while the rest of people have abandoned him uh asgard has abandoned him sif is like i don't know if i can be with you if you put a bag over your face maybe i can oh my will (laughs) uh and then but then his 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 ship shows up and says i got your back i'm there for you always have been and and thor comes out like what's the matter man and like thor's like no not self-aware at all i can't read this no yeah (laughs) thor does not read the room well at the end of not read the room he's like (laughs) i i'm gonna go be turned back to who i was uh to begin with and and i'm out so he he bounces on his ship to go find odin to go find a different weapon that can transform him back to who he was before so that was a great, great rundown of this kind of foundational issue because everything else in the miniseries comes out of this, you know, this premise that Beta is not feeling like he's not feeling like he is the hero that he once was, that he used to be. And like, not a lot of people around him get it. Mm-hmm. Like Thor doesn't get it. Sif doesn't get it. The soldiers around him, they don't get it scuttlebutt is really the only one that is there for him and by the way daniel warren johnson the way he draws scuttlebutt like scuttlebutt oh. i mean don't get me wrong simonson's scuttlebutt is great the way that daniel warren johnson reinvents this thing as like a like a almost a dystopian spaceship um it's hard so, edges hard lines a lot of yeah, ha- it's, hard it's just... lines uh, all the rounded kind of smoothness of the ship is gone it, it looks like it has seen some stuff and um i love that we establish the really the person that's the the, the person or the entity that is going to be with beta ray build through this whole journey is scuttlebutt his ship literally and there's a lot of talk of of ai in our you know in our present day culture right now with, with chat bots, but also Alexa and Siri and all those things. It's like, 
okay, um, when does they become self-aware or can they be a real friend or not? What about robots in terms of philosophy and, and humanists and existential questions? And it's a part of, and it's always been a part of sci-fi, but this is, it, this is a constant narrative in, in this particular uh, graphic novel, which is very moving. I, I, I believe in terms of this friendship between the two. I, I do love there. So, um, uh, We'll uh, just uh, maybe for each issue, we should share like a favorite line or a favorite panel or something like that. Yeah. Um, just to wrap. But we're, we're, we're shooting from the hip, everybody, because, um, you know, the Jason Aaron retrospective was forever ago. We were out of practice going through That's issue right. by issue of an entire yep. run. Um, mm-hmm. But here was my favorite line and it actually has to do with Scuttlebutt um, is the page where we see Beta about to do the surgery that's going to turn him into the the super soldier kind of the, the alien super soldier that we mostly know him as um, Scuttlebutt is talking to him because he's scared. And uh, Scuttlebutt says, hello, Beta Ray Bill. Nice to meet you. Beta says, Scuttlebutt, where are you? I see nothing. And she says, I am in the technology that will help you on your journey. A piece of me will always is always exist in every weapon, surgical tool and spacecraft that you use starting now. Uh, beta says scuttlebutt i'm scared what will happen to me and scuttlebutt has the perfect response she says i do not know but i will be there with you through it all no matter what and then at the, the beginning of the next page um it just says i will always be there mm-hmm. so i love i love that we established this friendship this relationship between you know man and machine Right away, a, a relationship that's gonna you know reach a reach a new level in this in this. right, and it's it's great foreshadowing because yeah. that, that's what's gonna happen later on. And part of Beta Ray Bill's story is that yeah, he's an alien, he's a warrior, he's from this race, but he is both man and machine. He is bionic. He's enhanced through tech, and so he he is is a, robotics is a big part of of who he is and his identity and what he's enfleshed with, um, with that too. So they have that common ground. Um, I'll share my, one of my favorite, they're in the bar um, after this uh, Thor has, you know, saved the day and, and Thor's like living it up with like a couple girls in his lap holding a, a, a chalice of meat or whatever. And uh, Bay Ray Bill's kind of sulking in the corner. And then as he's uh, just hanging out there, all of a sudden Pip, um shows pip up the troll pip the troll shows up and he's like geez pip you scared me he goes uh pip's like um i'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm trying to work on that and then he's like what are you doing here so here's this like you know he feels like a monster and he wants yep. to get back to normal but yet he's scared from pip the troll and then pip is self-conscious about the way he looks and the way he other people see him so you have this kind of uh as unaware as thor is uh or reading the room, perhaps uh, Beta Ray Bill is doing the same thing uh, to to Pip. So there's always somebody else that perhaps, no matter how bad you're feeling, there's somebody else who's going through the same shit that you're going through. So um, I found that interesting, and that that carries on for the rest of the story as well. Yeah, that's going to be a main through line for the rest of our issues. But let's let's hop into issue two. Uh, and I'll give you a brief synopsis of this one, and then Will and I will. And it has to- one of my favorite pages in in oh, all the comics. Hey. So we already know Will's Will's uh, Will's got his page, his favorite page chosen. So Beta Ray Bill and Pip are uh, they're they're on their way 
and well actually we don't know pips with him oops sorry um but beta is on his way and he's playing ping pong by himself which becomes kind of a little bit of a trope in here um and they find out that there's an intruder aboard the ship that intruder is none other than scourge the executioner <laughs> scourge, scourge is kind of on loan from uh from hell right now uh because he's uh, he's supposed to be dead but the valkyrie are letting him go on a on a mighty adventure to help out beta ray bill and to get him uh to get him the things he needs to be basically get his mojo back and yeah, he's been boyering what's going on with better Ray Bill from afar. He's like, you've been watching me. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Scourge essentially says that he's uh, beta Ray Bill's wingman. Yeah. So uh, they go to a bar to find Odin, which is the whole goal. They're going to find Odin. So he can give them the power that, o that uh, beta Ray Bill needs to transform back into his normal self, to be powerful again, to just get his, get his mojo back um and so they they meet at a bar there's a big bar fight with a lot of great a lot of great you know sound effects and hard-hitting clotheslines this was very reminiscent of a project that daniel warren johnson would do a few a year later uh do a power bomb there were a lot of do a power bomb uh you know little um uh, hints here and yeah he was definitely practicing in this book for oh, what yeah. he was eventually do you could tell he's a wrestling fan when he was doing this already and then yeah eventually he's to another thing about daniel warren johnson big wrestling fan big wrestling fan and uh so he fits in a lot of different you know powerful moves here but scourge and beta ray bill take care of all the the, the biker you know uh guys and odin struts in you know with a keg on his shoulder and he's like, yeah, I kind of hang out here now because the bartender lets me uh, brew stuff in the back room. Um, it's like, wow, Odin, <laughs> high, like high king of Asgard brewing beer in a bartender's back room. Yeah. Uh, but Odin basically says there's one thing that is powerful enough to do what Beta Ray Bill is asking, and that is to obtain Surtur's sword, Twilight. Now, if you remember from our episode we did last week, Twilight is the a big, huge part of the first big arc of the uh, Walt Simonson run of Thor. So Beta Rebel is like, okay, we're gonna go to Muspelheim. We're gonna go to the the core of that you know that realm, and we're gonna get Twilight. That's what we're gonna do. Now, Odin says it's not gonna be that easy, um, and he ushers them to a, a a gate, a portal that is gonna get them through. And it's very it's very important that they understand if they go through this portal and they try to bring anything evil, bad, dark back into this realm, the guardians, the the warriors that guard this Asgardian gate. They are going to eliminate, destroy, kill whatever comes back through that portal. So Beta Ray Bill is basically, you know, he's on kind of a suicide mission and he, he's he, it's, it's a one way trip. You know, as, as far as all these warriors are concerned, it's a one way trip. So they go through this gate and as they're going through this gate, something happens to the ship. And the last page reveal is that Scuttlebutt has become a personification a a, a person a, a, a robot um that is still the ship but now she yes she can talk to beta ray bill she has a a a, a human-esque form 
to relate to him on. And that becomes a, a, a major point of this storyline. But Will, what was your favorite part of issue two? Because you were you came in hot, hot with it right off the top. Yeah, yeah. I'll say one thing about Scuttlebutt turning into like an actual robot, still connected to the ship, running the ship. But imagine if like C-3PO um, was attractive and uh, C-3PO was attractive. <laughs> and and it kind of throws back to like, what was that first kind of um, George Lucas got his idea from one of the first like sci-fi robot movies, black and white way back when. I don't know. It's like a um, Flash Gordon movie by chance. Yeah, I think it's no, it's even something like that. Back than that. Yeah, but it's, it goes way back. So it's like a throwback old school robot that she she kind of walks strolls out, and they're like, "What? What's going on?" But man, as as you know, he takes off to head toward where uh, to look for for Odin. Um, you turn the page, and you have a full double page spread of the entire ship of Scuttlebutt, but you can see inside. Like as imagine like the whole sidewall is invisible. You can look in to see what each and every room is on the ship. And so you could, it's almost like a where's Waldo. Right. Looking it's through. so where's Waldo. It's not even funny. <laughs> yeah. And you can so, see scourge walking around in the ship. If, if you look real close. Um, it's kind of like a, one of those DK Scholastics books where they cut away like, oh, this book's about the Titanic. And then they cut away the side of the Titanic and you can look inside it. It's one of those. It, it Well, you're right. It is one of the coolest panels um, that I've it, seen in, in, in comics. And you can spend all day. There's a weapons room. There's a game room. And if you look at the oh, yeah. very, very bottom and the bottom right corner, I think you see like an art table of daniel warren johnson actually on the ship drawing the actual comic that he's um that that he's creating so if you look at the very very bottom uh there there's someone at an art table drawing <gasps> a, a comic so is that well daniel i warren didn't Johnson? even notice that yeah <laughs> so did, so did dwj put himself in the comic I or is it walt simonson or is it walt simonson or is it uh, jack Kirby? <sighs> who know who this artist is whether it's him or one of his heroes who it, created comics but that's at the in the deepest basement of this um ship you have the actual creator uh, uh or a create comic book creator drawing or creating this particular story or maybe future stories who knows but and there's uh, there's even the one little room for marvel editorial yep <laughs> that's hilarious i love Isn't that great Mm -hmm. um so my favorite panel from this issue uh great i mean i really i could have chosen any panels from the bar fight mm -hmm. but uh so man it's either beta ray bill clotheslining the guy mm -hmm. that like the way that the way that dwj conveys like movement and speed is very very cool like his his artwork actually has like a velocity to it oh yeah um, and great word like that is uh, so i think you know because there's gonna be a lot of big like two-page spreads of like landscapes i think for now i'm gonna go with beta ray bill's clothesline that he has on one of the one of the the bar the bar attendees uh he just levels him with this like strong bicep forearm clothesline and it is, um, I mean, it's do a power bomb esque. Yeah, it's do yeah. a power bomb esque. So if you haven't read Do a Power Bomb, come on, people, go read Do a Power Bomb. Do yourself a favor, give yourself the gift of Do a Power Bomb, <laughs> and it is, it is epic. 
I yeah. bought that trade this week, and yeah, the trade just came out, it. and it's uh, soon. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, friends. I hope you're enjoying this episode. Just want to take a brief time out and remind you that we have a Patreon. You can join the Thor Corps at the link in our episode description for just a few bucks a month you're going to join a fantastic group of patrons we have over there that again we call the thor core they are made up of people like will joshua eric b phil drew trip Haley, joseph jason and eric t Thank you all for supporting the show. If you want to join their ranks and become a member of the Thor Corps, like I said, just click the link in the episode description. You're going to get bonus episodes. You're going to get early episodes. And you're going to be a part of supporting this show at the next level. We appreciate any support you can offer. And if you're just going to continue listening to the episode, we love that too. We hope you enjoy the rest of our discussion about Daniel Warren Johnson's Argent Star. Will, why don't you uh, lead us into issue number three of Beta Ray Bill, the the miniseries? Yeah, so issue one is a, a great setup um, of what what his call of this hero's journey, what he wants to do. Um, uh, issue two is getting his team together uh, to go do this and and progress on it, and gives him the actual mission of going to go find the sword, uh, um, Twilight. And then the cliffhanger is, oh crap, Scuttlebutt just became an actual like robot. Yes. And so if that doesn't want to get that, that, you know, the, the, what comics, you know, why I love comics so much is that last page reveal that teases you can't yeah. wait to see what happens next. Well, man, when I finished that issue, it was like, okay, I can't wait to see what happens yep. next. I'm going to be there, top of the stack. And so you get there and immediately jumps right into, and similar to Beta Ray Bill, when he first met the Asgardians and he was like, get back, demons, uh, you know, and start swinging the hammer around. He immediately is like, get back, foul beast, looking at the robot, not knowing who it is, if it's some creature from where, you know, this uh, uh that portal maybe emerged to come get him but she, she's like no no i'm i'm scut i'm the one i'm your friend i'm your robot i'm here to take care of you and they kind of lock eyes and they have dreamy eyes at each other like oh it's my best friend come to life i can give you literally a physical hug um so like all right gear up it's time to do war and then you kind of pan to kind of the the minions of searcher and and they're like fire forever fire forever <laughs> over and over and over again fire forever and then they attack the ship um with fire forever of, fire forever fire forever um and and they they come out uh you know firing away and uh they have to gear up the ship and they're in like a dogfight in the sky it's something like you would see out of like um uh attack of the clones or or uh, Rogue One again, you know, so drinking game at home. How many Star Wars references? Yeah, can you yeah. Have and you take a sip of your beer, you probably <laughs> could be drunk by the force. Welcome to this this <laughs> Thor Marvel podcast. If we make Star Wars references, feel free to drink. <laughs> feel uh, free to drink, and you will catch you. You can listen later uh, after you pass out. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> But, but it's so good and it's so dynamic. There's fire everywhere. There's splooshing, there's splashing. Um, and then I, I love it because um, 
you know, they, they get caught. Don't they have to go underneath there? They're underneath the lava. They like yep. submerge themselves and, and they kind of take a breather or a rest. That's the only thing that they can, they can kind of do. Um, and so they're around the table, hanging out, having a conversation. What's their plan? Uh, Scott has a, a lot of um, ideas of what can happen, but then they bond over playing, um, ping pong they play game of ping pong yeah play bang, bang. it's like hey i've never been able to play ping pong i've only played it against the wall by myself but now we can do it together and they go after it and then she kind of reveals that like there's this room of their of of their all their conversations all their adventures um is in this particular room that that they can kind of reveal and share memories of what's what's going on and then the other big reveal my favorite panel is that within scut within her essence is this like I guess magical hammer, just a hand, not a hammer, an axe, like a magic yeah, axe, or like an axe from Asgard that that has from the technology from the ship itself that's yeah. made out of the same stuff that he's made out of. It's made um, of polycarbon nanite uh, steel. Um, yep. It looks like a like a tricked out like hunt like a like a hunting hatchet. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it comes with a thruster. Will it can fly? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're like, you're looking for this other weapon to change it back to your original, like identity before you were transformed into this hideous monster. Um, and, uh, but like she hands over the weapon, he's like, thanks, cool. And you would think that would be enough, but he's still hunting down this, this other kind of weapon so he can be transformed back. And, and yeah. one of my, I'll go ahead and reveal my, one of my favorite uh, panels in this whole thing. Okay. Like they're getting ready to go. And here comes Scourge. Yes. Going, Let's do this. Holding yes. his machine guns. Ready he's to got, go. He's dual wielding machine guns. <laughs> like yeah he he, double fisting machine guns and i can't wait like he's in heaven he's like this is why i came back we're doing it this this is happening uh and so they go after this battle again guns are blazing uh axes are flying and and they're going at it and then the uh, two point uh uh, or like the second favorite panel it's a small little panel um he (laughs) Uh, beta ray bill throws the thruster infused axe and and like cuts this thing in half so good and then in the bottom small little panel you have scourge with his fists in the air with tears rolling down his face going so beautiful so beautiful (laughs) (laughs) he catches uh, Beta Rebel catches the axe and boom. All right. They, they've defeated this kind of monster and they can now like go through this portal, go through the lava to where they need to go, the depths of, of this other dimension. And, and they head that way, but they're heading down deep, deep seas, almost like you would in the deep, deep sea of the, of the ocean where, um, you know, creatures, um, have no light so they create their own light right, like anglerfish right. so you're like they're in the realm of like evil monster anglerfish land um and and so that's where it ends it um that's the cliffhanger so um honestly my favorite my favorite panel i'll just show it i'll, I'll show it here it's the it's when the ship splashes into the lava yeah it's two different forms of lettering um, you know, the uh the full sound effect is form sploosh. <laughs> yeah. And the form is like very um it's almost like G.I. Joe kind of fun. It's very like you know angular and, and it's very uh, blocky. 
but then the sploosh, it looks like it was like written in like loose ink. Yeah, the sploosh is awesome. So yeah, he so he writes his like sound effects. He writes the sound effects. Yeah, where you can hear it. Um, he is it's an artistic choice to put it in the font or the art of what he's trying to convey. So if it's like yeah. fire, it is literally fire. And it looks like those letters, if you touch those letters, they're, they're hot, they would burn you. And then like the same way with the sploosh is like, he's getting ready that the ship's getting ready to splash down and it's written this kind of liquidy, very wet kind of um, uh, letters that they're there. And uh, yeah, it's just masterful, masterful storytelling. So, Let's jump because now we're we're in the um we're in the 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 dark like kind of under uh, we're in like the under hell I guess yeah um you know we, we've got this um we got this under dark hell. kind under of hell that's a great word you just under said hell uh, under uh, hell yeah hmm. turn that into something um yeah. but then uh so we start off issue number four and um we are in this under hell i guess um mm-hmm. and beta ray bill is starting to see memories from his past and something we've neglected to mention earlier is there's a records room on board scuttlebutt and scuttlebutt has kept every memory that beta ray bill has had since they met so while they're in this deep dark you know kind of just endless dark void there is a uh, kind of like a sea creature looking monster that is feeding off of Beta Ray Bill's recorded memories. And he's and the monster is showing them back to Beta Ray Bill in kind of like their most horrifying iterations. Yeah, your nightmare. Your, your yeah. nightmares. And as, as they get closer and closer to uh, the kind of the, the, the records room, the core of where this monster is kind of setting up shop, the memories get more intense. So uh, Scourge and Pip are not really in this issue. It's Scuttlebutt and Beta Ray Bill walking through all these emotions and these feelings again and getting to the getting to the middle, destroying the, the, the monster kind of, you know, uh, uh, kind of like insect alien looking thing. And then yeah, it's like a squid octopus, like with many eyes. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a lot of different kind of things uh, smashed into into one. And then they they get free of this nightmare kind of pit stop, and then they drop right into the place they want to be. The place they want to be is uh, not very nice, and it's uh, <laughs> it's full of fire. And the thing we see is Beta Ray Bill staring up at the giant twilight sword but it's not going to be that easy because our last page reveal is a is a is a certain someone saying i have been waiting for a powerful opponent once again to prove my worth for the hallowed blade and you beta ray bill will do perfectly it is surter the fire demon so we know that beta ray bill and surter are going to have one more fight and it's going to be for possession of the Twilight Sword. Both of them want it for different reasons. Um, but the showdown in issue five has definitely been set up perfectly. So, uh, Will, favorite part of issue four? Well, I like it in this particular kind of penultimate um, <clears throat> issue. You see these memories that lead into what, cause he, it, there's a, there's a memory of him fighting Thor and where does he fight Thor 
uh, way back when in that initial run that we talked about uh, not that long ago. Uh, Scar time. Uh, yeah, which uh, uh, fire and lava, you know, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> Mustafar, you know, so that that's it is what, very Mustafar-esque. Yes. Again, take another sip of your beer, folks. There you go. Sip, sip. Sip, sip. Um, But, you know, this memory of, again, him fighting Thor. Then you have, like, this grotesque surgery of transforming him into this ultimate warrior, Bionic War. Then time with with, uh, his mom. And then the the, the destruction of his planet from Searcher, right? Like, that's the guy who came after in the first place. So here's a revenge kind of revenge match uh, that they're getting ready to go after. Uh, one another because that's what destroyed his world before. Yeah. Again, there's another panel where he is uh, suplexing um, Thor. <laughs> if you like the for sure, if you like the clothesline, then here is another wrestling reference of him like suplexing uh, Thor and like yeah, I beat him once before. So it does set him up as as he he's won big battles before. He can do it again. My my favorite panel. From the, there could have been a there was a few, um, but this might be my favorite panel of this might be my favorite panel of the miniseries. Mm. It's the big double page spread of Scott and Beta Ray Bill looking out on a memory of uh, the Corbinite fleet being destroyed. Yep. And they mm-hmm. the way they show that the way Danny Warren Johnson chooses to show that is. It's Surtur's hand with like the hilt and and the handle of Twilight on fire, cutting through everything. And it there's explosions. I mean, literally, um, you know, get ready, get ready for what with whatever you're drinking, everybody. It looks like a giant Star <laughs> Wars battle, except there's a giant, humongous hand carrying a flaming sword. So that yeah. page. It is like a Where's Waldo book of awesomeness. And this was the panel where I was like, okay, Daniel Warren Johnson's on a different level than just about everybody. So that panel was stunning, took my breath away, loved it, loved it, loved it. Yeah, it's kind of an over-the-shoulder shot because you only see Scuts and, and Beta Ray Bill's backs and so you're looking with them out at this memory and it's uh yeah yeah pretty incredible pretty incredible so will did you already did you already uh tell listeners which your which your favorite one was i yeah just i kind of like riffed on those memories that each memory uh, uh, had it um its own kind of lead in to kind of who he is but but yeah that that's pretty awesome um and then the, the final page that looks you want to come Ooh. back is just like searcher pointing down. Uh, you know, he doesn't have a six pack uh, ab, he's got like 12 abs. Uh, yeah, he has staring like an irrational down. amount of abs, irrational. <laughs> so that was my nickname in middle school. Yeah. Will um, Rose, oh, that irrational set of abs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, everybody, we're gonna jump into the last issue of the beta ray bill miniseries and will is going to give us everything he's got on this one because this is the final climactic showdown between our guy stormbreaker uh uh uh, stormbreaker wielding formerly wielding uh beta ray bill and the king of the fire demons surter will the floor is yours yep boom 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 fight fight fights beta ray bill wins 
Oh come on! Uh, no. <laughs> you've got that. You've spoiler, got more than spoiler that. Spoiler alert! Spoiler! I mean, alert. don't get me wrong. All no, of no, that it, is it, true. It, all <laughs> that is true. And like again, it's another kind of gushing over the art. Every single panel is detailed. He doesn't take off work um, on or or fluffs on any panel at all. Every single panel is detailed uh, with with fire and fights and and sound effects. And it is just a classic battle of. Um, them them just going at it um toe to toe uh with weapons cracking knuckles uh kicking each other you know all that stuff and then you gotta have scut and scourge and pip going like what are we gonna do to help and and they're just kind of talking scourge is like or no um scuttlebutt is like i have an idea but it only works with you do you trust me to, to scourge and and they kind of turn the page back to the battle they're like blocking each other's fights uh like cobra kai uh style right uh, fight going on um and, and, going and everything one, one thing i don't understand is that surger is so huge compared to um beta ray bill but then when you get to like halfway through this fight they're about the same size like sutra has come yeah. down to like his level so I, I don't quite understand how that happened other than them just i don't know who's grown who's shrunk but, so but they're going at it what happened was a few pages in beta ray bill says that's eh, kind of unfair like you're huge man like fight me fight me you know on my on my level and right. so surter shrinks down to his level but then when beta ray bill uh kind of sticks him on that spire Surter's like not nah, to hell with this i'm you know i'm not playing by your you know fairness rules so he goes giant again um yeah. and you know kind of a kind of a size changing you know mix up throughout the fight uh that made it uh made it really entertaining though i will say that yeah, I mean, there are definitely wrestling moves going on, but then, like, how is his friends going to help him out? And so he literally punches through Pip, and Pip is like almost like this kind of terrorist bomber strapped to himself, figuring yeah. like this is how I'm this is how I'm going to do this. Um, and so it does take their whole team uh, to to fight. It's not just Beta Ray Bill; they all team up in these kind of graphic panels of of painful fight. Yeah. You know, yeah. of of being spiked and exploding, losing limbs. Like it's is happening but then the what really is is scuttlebutt's idea is that she transforms her the entire ship the entire this, ship into one gigantic gun and um and and puts herself in the hands of scourge and again scourge is moved to tears as the gun <laughs> is getting ready to be put into his hands tears are rolling down the side of, of his face and he's like, oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, Scuttlebutt. And then don't thank me. Just shoot fired. Just shoot that fire demon. And then boom, um, they they blow him up. Um, and it's from there that uh, it gives um, Beta Ray Bill enough time to grab the sword, unsheath it like you would like uh, King Arthur with yeah. Excalibur. Excalibur. <laughs> and, yeah. And then and then chops literally beheads him um sort of like like game of thrones style like boom um cuts the head right off and as he's holding the sword and as he wins he's transformed back into his former alien yes! self with that smooth sweet bald head man don't we love a good bald head y'all and uh and it's smooth face 
bald head and he's 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 back I, to his i would love self. for this to be someone's first episode and they have no idea what you look like <laughs> he's like right right i started talking about being bald at the end it was kind of weird but it's really no. weird i don't know Rose, they, go, they go to my instagram page and they're like oh now i see now i see outside of his eyebrows from the neck up will rose is uh is quite hairless so that's right uh that's right. then we 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 have kind of a kind of an epilogue too where beta ray bill kind of closes all the loose ends with everybody uh scourge Hugs goes all back, around scourge goes back to valhalla um with a tearful goodbye and um beta ray bill and scut have their memory and then pip basically says that he looked up to beta ray bill because beta ray bill um you know he did something about it yep um and um yeah so will as we yeah you find out pip's not dead like how is he not dead yeah pip basically had his intestines ripped out of him but no he's still not dead. let's be honest (laughs) he should be dead um but uh will as we wrap up um one of your favorite comics like Mm -hmm. favorite part of this last issue and then i'll quickly give give my uh, i have kind of a like a an actiony like panel that i really loved and a sentimental one that i really loved so i guess on this last one i'm gonna i'm gonna pick two um feel free to do with that what you will brother yeah i will say that <laughs> they um it's it's a nice wrap to a uh a relatively short story five issues it's not yeah. a six it's not a six issue graphic novel 12 issue max series is is five issues and they wrap it up he, he mission accomplished he's transformed back he he's looking in the mirror he has a touching moment with his friends and and scuttlebutt she's still she doesn't transform back into the ship you just don't nope. see her she's still there still remaining still there remaining as this kind of friend robot uh person um and but but he's the last panel is just him um, look in the mirror at his old self of what he used to look like. And I could be happier. Part of me wishes it was like, okay, you're transformed back to yourself. I wish it would have been, I, I wouldn't have mind the ending being like, Hey, it's not what I look like on the outside. It's what's yeah. on the inside that counts. Uh, similar to like Scuttlebutt, like the weapon came from within her that was handed to him. And he didn't yeah. need the big outside sword to transform him back to this former self, but he really has a lot of trauma from not only his surgery that transformed into this kind of super soldier, but along the way, a lot, a lot of trauma. And then this brought some healing that he can look in the mirror and say, yeah, that's who I, who I was, but now it's a new start for me uh, this way. So it doesn't really, I don't know. I can't remember what's happened since then, where he's shown up in other um, comics, whether it's been a lot of Thor stuff back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, uh, but yeah, my, the, the favorite panel in this here is him just unsheathing, the sword from its rock and there's this kind of flame smoke and a foosh and and he's finally got what he needs and he just drags the sword ready to like decapitate uh searcher and, and that whole panel and sequence very moving not a lot of words but but a lot of sound effects and it's it's perfect so you you just chose my favorite action panel uh, mm-hmm. i like the the um the sword in the stone-esque removing of twilight mm-hmm. and the the swoosh with the the blue and the black energy and then uh the decapitating of surter it's not the violence that like thrills me it's the kind of the catharsis about it because mm-hmm. um surter has like don't get me wrong surter has done a lot of terrible stuff 
in his history in Marvel Comics. So if anyone yeah. kind of deserved it, probably him. But um, Beta Ray Bill also um, getting that moment of changing back into the form that he's more comfortable with, I guess. My favorite yeah. sentimental moment is that second to last page where Scott and Beta Ray Bill are sitting in the weapons room where Twilight is being, you know, suspended. And um, Scott just slowly puts her hand mm-hmm. on Beta Ray Bill's hand. Now, if you remember, Sif had tried to do this. <laughs> And Beta Ray Bill is like, no, I'm I'm too ugly. Yes, don't look don't, at me. Don't touch monster. me. It's very Beauty and the Beast esque, except like, what if Scut was also a beast because she's a machine? <laughs> yeah. But like, and uh, and our, our buddy, our buddy Eric, who uh, follows us on Instagram, would probably be uh, remiss if we didn't mention that they are clearly watching the movie Hook the entire time. Where yeah, yeah, the Robin Williams <laughs> movie about Peter Pan. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we, uh, we, yeah, we see that he's been watching hook this entire time on the TVs and they kind of work that in where, uh, at the end of hook, when one of the kids, uh, wipes away, wipes away the, the makeup or whatever's on Robin Williams face. And he says, Oh, there you are, Peter kind of like mm. telling us like that this is kind of Barry Bill's journey as well. So that was one of my favorite panels nice. there at the end, but, uh, will any quick final thoughts about, the Beta Ray Bill miniseries by Daniel Warren Johnson. Um, then we'll 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 do our little spiel at the end, and we'll we'll let these listeners get get on their merry way. <laughs> it is, um, yeah. It's it's not a long read. It's not a hard read. There's there's not a lot of it. It shares within the story itself the backstory, so you don't need to know like. Uh, 50 years of continuity to right. lead up to this particular story. And and again, the art is just absolutely incredible. I loved the our, our interview with Alyssa Wong not too long ago. Um, they, they were looking on their computer. Uh, oh, and just taken back from Daniel Warren Johnson's right. art. Like, right. oh my gosh, I have to check out this guy. Uh, so it was it was pretty, pretty amazing. So it was like, yep, confirmation. Uh, creators no creators they, love, love creators. other love other creators uh i will say at the end of this book at least the graphic novel and you said on the on the digital there is an interview between daniel warren johnson and walt simonson fantastic couple page read of that just picking walt's brain of like how he came up with beta ray bill uh he just wanted to do a story uh that was different um right uh, and and had this idea of somebody else being able to pick up the hammer other than thor huh right. where have we seen that before in modern day comics you know Same. Foster, uh, baby. Maybe, maybe, but he did it first with uh with Beta Beta Ray Bill Bill did it first. And, and, and what that would do to Thor's ego or b- the battle for the hammer and, and creating another kind of someone worthy enough to pick up the hammer um is pretty amazing. And then again, this this kind of existential dread or self-esteem of am I worthy or not? What do I look like? Who am I without Stormbreaker, without my hammer? But along the way, he's discovered that he has friends and he has backup, he's got his team. Uh, and and it does work out in the end. So it's not nice self-contained story. This was, I had not read this full limited series. I was kind of waiting to do it. Yeah. Because um, because I know how much like I know how much Will enjoyed this. 
And, you know, and I, I enjoy Will. Will's one of, you know, my favorite people to talk comics and just talk <laughs> life with. So I was like, I'm going to save this for when we're going to talk about it on the show. So I hope it was all worth the wait. Beta Ray Bill fans, I hope you've been heard these last few weeks. We're not done with our favorite um, horse-faced uh, <laughs> hammer wielder. We're not done with him. We're going to come back and do some more Beta Ray Bill stuff during the Simonson saga this year. So don't you worry. We're going to do some more stuff. There's a few other limited series um, about Beta Ray Bill or that have him kind of at the focal point that we want to cover, we want to talk about. But we're so glad that you joined us today for Argent Star, Daniel Warren Johnson's modern masterpiece. I'll go ahead and say it. Modern mm-hmm. masterpiece. So everybody, there are a few different ways that you can go support the show. If you've enjoyed this show, if you've enjoyed our Simonson stuff, maybe you've enjoyed our new comics, you enjoy our creator interviews. Those are a lot of fun. Um, there are a few ways you can go support us. You can become a member of the Thor Corps. Or you can join our uh, our listener prime tier that we added on just a little bit ago. Both of those offer you all of our bonus episodes, our entire backlog, and you will get full episodes weeks in advance, at least a week in advance. You'll get bonus episodes. So um, you get everything before other people and you can lord it over them. Um, it, it might it might not make you very worthy if you're, you lord it over them, but... We we here once you become a Thorcore member, I can't help what you do with with the uh, with the information, with the free full episodes, the unedited, the bonus episodes, all that. I can't I can't tell you what to do. I hope you enjoy them. So uh, at the link in our episode description, you can join the Thorcore today for a few bucks, get you all that, and you support the show. It's um it truly is spectacular and awesome to see our our small little community there growing. I feel like, you know, by we grow by inches, but then when when we add someone to the Thoracore, it's a big deal. And um, we just thank you so much for supporting us over there. You can also go follow us on Instagram at Mighty Thor Podcast, where uh, we've been trying some new things. Uh, we tried to, when we did this episode originally, we did it as a uh, Instagram live. So if you follow us on Instagram, you might get to check out live recordings of the podcast. And uh, we've been confirmed. You can hear both of us. You might only be able to mm-hmm. see me, but you're going to be able to hear both of us. And that's a good way for you to engage. Which is a better deal, which is a way better deal. See you. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a special if it's requested. We'll do a special one where it's recorded on Will's end of things. And oh, oh man. Me. Or hey, Faz has got a lot of followers over there at, at Faz Guardians. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's the one that you always can, talks to us you about can invite people in. You can oh invite gosh. people in to join you in a partnership in a fa- in a, in an Instagram live, and you guys could team up. I love that. That was pretty great. But uh, yeah, everybody, uh, those are uh, the two easiest ways you can go support us. And uh, yeah, we've enjoyed this a lot. We are coming back next week with we're bringing you more Simonson saga next week. We're going to be talking about dragons, Vikings, and all sorts of craziness. Next week, we've got a very special guest lined up for that episode. So we hope you come back and uh, you join us on the Rainbow Bridge next time uh, we, we come to you in your podcast feed. So one thing we do at the end of every episode, we remind you. And Will, do you want to take this? Do you want to take this one? Uh, remind people you want. Okay, I'll do it. I'll, Will, get, Will gets 
we'll get zoom shy everybody um i do and uh i guess it is kind of my shtick so uh everybody no matter where you are no matter what you're doing just remember to do one thing and that is to stay worthy 